This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This is Undaunted Life, a man's podcast. I'm your host, Kyle Thompson. Let's get into it. All right, guys, today we're going to be talking about Alfie Evans, and we're going to talk about what ended up happening to him which is essentially a murder. So Alfie Evans was born on May 9th of 2016 and around six months into his life, his parents realized that there was something that just wasn't going right with Alfie. There was something that was clearly medically wrong with him. So he was admitted to Alder Hay Children's Hospital in Liverpool where he lived and he was uh, admitted there to basically go under some, some tests and some evaluations. And they spent a very, very long time, you know, weeks and months basically testing Alfie to see what was going on. It became very, very clear that Alfie had a neurodegenerative disorder of some kind. Okay. Um, they really couldn't put their finger on exactly what it was, but they knew that he wasn't operating at the clip of what someone that was, you know, between six months old and one year old should be operating at. But again, they couldn't define exactly what the issue was. Um, and then in September of 2017, Italian doctors at Gesù Bambino Hospital, which is associated with the Vatican, which is in Rome, uh, made an assessment that would require the transfer of Alfie to Rome so that they could uh, undergo some experimental kinds of treatment to try and figure out what was going on with Alfie, but also to subsequently save his life. Um, now, this was a completely different set of doctors. So this is a completely different set of experiences and focuses. And the thing is, is the team of doctors at Alder Hay Children's hospital in Liverpool, they were an acute care team, right? And so this acute care team, they had a very specific focus, but these groups of doctors have actually been known for getting things wrong when predicting when someone's going to die. And they, they somewhat have that happen regularly, right? It kind of shows the limitations of medical science in terms of predicting whether someone's going to live or die. There's actually people that are just walking around today that according to medicine, they should just be dead, right? So uh, basically what happened is it was determined that in order for Alfie to travel from Liverpool to Rome, that it may be dangerous for him. No one can say that it would definitively be dangerous, that it might be dangerous. So the people at Alder Hay Children's Hospital in Liverpool decided against it. So Alfie remained at Alder Hay Children's Hospital for all of 2017, and there was really no marked improvements on his condition. Um, and then what ended up happening is that single team of doctors overseeing him um, they, they really hadn't been able to conclusively diagnose anything. So they, they spent all this time with them and they just, they were completely flummoxed. They had no idea. Right. But even though the team of doctors could not figure out what was wrong with Alfie and they could not in turn provide any plan of attack for his treatment, the Alder Hay Children's Hospital decided in December of 2017 that it was time for Alfie to die. That essentially, you know, Alfie had run its course, his course, right? So they applied to remove his life support in December of 2017. And then all hell broke loose. Okay. So December 19th of 2017, Alder Hay Children's Hospital, they applied not only to remove the life support from Alfie, but they also applied to remove the parental rights of choice from Alfie's parents. Right. I mean, let that sink in for a second. 
they basically were applying to make sure that Alfie's parents had no choice as to whether or not they could continue the fight for Alfie's life or not. So this was taken to the family division of the High Court of London and Alder Hay Children's Hospital claimed that it would be, you know, unkind or inhumane to continue treatment of Alfie. Uh, The doctors basically said there's no hope for Alfie, uh, that essentially as soon as they take him off of life support, he was going to die immediately. That's what this team of doctors thought, right? And so that if they tried to continue this treatment for this child, that it would not be in the best interest of this child, right? So in their estimation, he was as good as dead, right? Alfie had no value. Right. At that point, he's just a vegetable. There's there's nothing that can be done. There's no miracle. This kid's pretty much already dead. So the high court actually ruled in favor of Alder Hay Children's Hospital on February 20th of 2018. And the government of the UK essentially at this point decided what was in the best interest of Alfie. The government basically said, move over, parents. We got this. We're going to go ahead and make the decision that's in the best interest of your child. So Alfie's parents, who at this point had essentially been stripped of their rights to protect their child, they appealed this. Their appeal was pretty much immediately denied on March 6th of 2018. They appealed again. And again, they were denied their appeal on April 20th of 2018. And after that appeal was struck down, the judge actually called this the final chapter for Alfie. I mean, that's a pretty ominous thing for a judge to say, right? Calling this the final chapter, as if he's some sort of moral arbiter in this situation. But all the while this is going on, you know, the parents are kind of trying to figure something out to try to get something ready to go. Alfie's, Alfie himself and Alfie's parents were gaining support from people all around the globe. So when it became clear that Alfie was essentially being held hostage by the Alder Hay Children's Hospital, protests broke out outside the hospital. Right. They were they were having major issues with people getting into and out of the hospital because of these protests that were breaking out. So there was a group that uh, this group of people that actually took the name of Alfie's Army. So and that hashtag be, began to kind of make the rounds on social media. All these people that were becoming a part of Alfie's Army, trying to help Alfie and help his family and try to figure out a situation that would allow Alfie to live and maybe receive treatment elsewhere. Uh, on April 18th of 2018, Alfie's father actually even flew to Vatican City to have a face to face sit down with Pope Francis. And he was basically imploring the Pope to to save his boy, to help him save his boy. And I mean, to at least get him transferred to Italy for that experimental treatment that they've been wanting to do for so long. Uh, And this may have worked because what we saw is on April 23rd of 2018. Alfie was actually granted Italian citizenship. Again, he's he's a citizen of the United Kingdom. He was granted Italian citizenship because of the request of Giorgio Maloney, who is the leader of the Brothers of Italy party. It's one of the political parties in Italy. And even Angelino Alfano, who's the current Italian Minister of Foreign Affairs, he stated publicly that he wanted Alfie to be transferred to Rome uh, to that Gesù Bambino hospital immediately. And so, and it, this wasn't just all you know lip service, right? The Pope actually sent an air ambulance to Alder. Hay Children's Hospital so that the boy could be transferred immediately. So this wasn't just, you know, political posturing like, oh, we're going to say all these things and we're going to support them on Twitter, but then we're not actually going to do anything. No, they, they actually went out and they, they went after it immediately. They sent a helicopter. You know, this was going to be on the on the dime of the dole on the dole of the Italian government or the Vatican, like no one was going to have to pay for anything in the United Kingdom. Alfie's parents weren't going to have to pay for anything, but they were just going to try to get this kid the help that he needed to see if they could, you know, throw some sort of hail mary, no pun intended, to save his life, right? But Alder Hay Children's Hospital refused to let Alfie go, right? They refused to let him go, so his parents couldn't just walk in and take him out and say, "Hey, we're we're taking him with us." 
They even stationed what amounted to a pretty small army of police officers just outside of Alfie's hospital room and on that wing of the hospital so that the boy could not be forcibly removed by the parents or anyone else. Okay, The hospital and the United Kingdom's government had sentenced Alfie to die, and they were going to make sure that it happened in country. There's really not another way to look at it. Okay. And another crazy report that came out was that Father Don Gabriel Brusco, who is the priest that was kind of look, looking over Alfie at his bedside while all this is going on and while he's kind of fighting for life, he was removed from the hospital room and not allowed to return, which seems kind of crazy. You know, this is a religious man who's basically doing this and he's wanting to take care of the family and, and pray over the boy. But according to these reports, he kept reminding the staff at the hospital that they would be facing God's judgment for what they were doing to Alfie. I mean, that's pretty gangster. I like that. I like that a lot. But apparently the hospital and the administrators, they didn't really like that very much. They didn't like, want to be reminded of what they were doing to a little kid that's not even two years old that was clinging to life. They didn't really want to be reminded of that. It was too awkward. But, I mean, even with the pleas from Alfie's parents, even with the public outcry, even with, you know, an Italian air ambulance, right, sitting on the tarmac at the hospital, ready to go, ready to airlift this kid to Rome. And against the wishes of Alfie's parents, Alfie was taken off of life support on April 23rd of 2018. And as we've already established, was expected to die immediately. But then something unthinkable happened. He didn't die. Alfie kept breathing. But now, with all the life support taken away, He was breathing completely on his own. Now, because of this really tremendous revelation, Alfie's father requested to have his son put back on oxygen, right? Okay, he's obviously breathing on his own. Like, let's just get him put back on oxygen while we continue to figure this out in the court system. Let's just kind of figure out how this can go. The hospital said no. On that same day, A judge, again, ruled against his family being able to take Alfie to Rome. Again, with the helicopter sitting on the tarmac. Judge said, "Uh -uh, I see that he's breathing on his own, but we're not even going to do that. So in an attempt to keep Alfie breathing, his father continuously provided his son mouth-to-mouth resuscitation. Think about that. In a hospital where those bastards could have just hooked him back up to oxygen, here his father is, with his mom sitting there, giving his son mouth-to-mouth to to try to keep him alive. Think about that. What type of of a seared consciousness do you have to have to sit there and watch that happen? To watch a father have to do that? And, you know, after, after a considerable period of time with this kid living and breathing essentially on his own, when it became clear that the doctors were all wrong, that Alfie wasn't going to die immediately, the team at Alder Hay Children's Hospital reluctantly decided to give Alfie water, but they refused to give him food. They refused to give him food. So I guess since choking him to death wasn't going to work, they were just going to make sure that he starved to death. Just great. Just awesome. So Alfie kept fighting. His parents, devout Catholics, I mean, they surely kept praying. And and even at one point, you could kind of see a shift in the communication by the parents, because especially the father, whenever they spoke publicly, they were fairly, fairly militant about wanting to make sure that their son was taken care of and about the the travesty that was happening uh, in the justice system and within the walls of the hospital. But 
within, you know, a, f- a few days after he had been pulled off life support, you could see that the, the statements became a lot more calm. But what ended up happening was, is there was a doctor who has gone, gone nameless. He's going to remain nameless for legal reasons or whatever. But essentially the doctor said that they didn't really like the attitude that Alfie's parents were operating with. Didn't really like that because at this point, you know, they're, <laughs> the parents are just trying to even get their boy home. Like, if you're going to make sure that this kid dies in country, we don't want him dying in this hospital room. We want him to die at home with us. You know, something like that. Just like a very last ditch emotional effort. And the hospital and its administrators and the doctors basically saying, well, you know, we'll consider that, but uh, we're really concerned about your attitude right now and the things that you're saying and doing publicly. So you're going to have to clean that up for us to be able to consider that. How ridiculous, how evil is that? Just think about that. So, you know, they kind of changed their tune a little bit, you know, talking about building a bridge so they can walk across it, basically just appeasing these morons that were basically holding their child hostage. Again, Italian hospital sitting, waiting for Alfie's arrival, helicopter standing by, English doctors standing there doing nothing, these English legal officials basically sitting there with their arms crossed. All this is going on and all the while Alfie's clinging to life. But at 2.30 a.m., April 28th, 2018, Alfie lost his fight with a mysterious and undiagnosed foe. He died while his parents looked on, hopeless and powerless. He died after fighting for life with no support for almost five days when the medical experts didn't even give him five minutes. After his death, Alfie's father posted this. My gladiator laid down his shield and gained his wings. Just heartbreaking. Absolutely heartbreaking. But there's a few important things that we need to ponder right now, gentlemen. Number one, in a society where parental rights are no longer considered natural rights, we must ask the question, what's next? You may remember the Charlie Guard situation that came up, a very similar situation, not very similar diagnosis, but a very similar situation to what's going on with Alfie Evans. In, in the United Kingdom, over the last several decades, we've seen an erosion of parental rights, basically where the state is stepping in, the government basically saying, we know what's best for your child. Let us take care of it, right? Which in some situations, to be fair to the government, there are parents that are making decisions that are not in the best interest of their children. The Charlie Guard situation was not one of those situations. And surely the Alfie Evans situation is not one of those situations. Okay? We have to think about that. The erosion of natural rights. This is a natural right to basically let the parents make the decisions for what's best for their kid. We have to think about where all this is going to go. Is the state going to tell us that, no, you can't homeschool your child. You must put them in the public school where they're going to be indoctrinated with this leftist kind of neo-Marxist ideology. Is that going to be what they're going to do? You know, you you have to think about where this goes. This isn't conspiracy theory, tinfoil hat nonsense. What is next? The state is deciding what's best for you. Like, just think about that. And, And the second thing that I think we should ponder is... Should the United States government go the way of kind of what some people on the political left want, these will quickly become American stories. There will be American children that are going to be caught up in this and American parents. 
we're already seeing some pockets around the country, especially in California. And I'm not going to go into those things right now in this podcast where just the very fact that parents want to decide the type of education their kids can get is being challenged by the state as being child abuse because parents are not allowing their children to be educated the way that the state has decided would be best for them. This is not just an issue that's happening somewhere else, guys. This could very quickly be on our doorstep. Have you thought about it? Have you even thought about what that would look like? But probably the most important thing that we need to ponder here is the fight between dignity and sanctity. Dignity and sanctity, okay? One thing you hear a lot, the the quote you hear a lot, you know, it's kind of a common phrase with uh, discussions about euthanasia, is death with dignity. You hear a lot of people basically say, why can't we just allow people to die with dignity? If they're going to die anyway, why don't we let them die the way they would want to die, right? But when you talk about it in those terms, there's no regard for the sanctity of human life. And in turn, there's essentially no regard for the Imago Dei, no regard for the image of God being on every single person that is alive right now. So when you're talking about euthanasia, when you're talking about physician-assisted suicide, and especially when you're talking about abortion, I mean, we're decades and decades into just killing millions and millions of babies. We, we have no regard for these things. And so when someone talks about death with dignity, you must question them about what sanctity is. Because Alfie Evans had value, right? He was a person. He had value. You know, an elderly person that is dying a very painful death. What if they choose to die with dignity on their own and not let the government tell them what that means? What if they want to show their family that this isn't so bad? Like, I'm going to die, but that's not the worst thing that could possibly happen. Watch me die with dignity, right? But it's because the sanctity of human life is so apparent in that person that it actually makes sense. But when people say death with dignity and they're talking about killing something that is alive, that is not their decision to do so, that's when we need to question that, guys. So really, we need to think about that a lot. We need to think about natural rights. We need to think about what happens when those are taken away from parents. We need to think about what is happening overseas and how quickly it could come here if our landscape changes politically. And in addition, think about dignity and think about sanctity because you have to have both. Now, guys, I mean, I'm sure you can tell, but I'm like fuming angry, just absolutely fuming at this point. And there's a lot of righteous anger here. I'm, I'm a type of guy, especially if you know me personally, I got to keep my anger in check, right? That's, that's one of my crosses that I have to bear in my life is keeping my anger in check and not getting, you know, fired up about things that are stupid. This is not something that's stupid. This is righteous right now. And here's the thing, guys, is pretty soon all of us, we're going to forget about Alfie. Everyone listening to this podcast, you'll forget about them. It'll be on to the next thing, the next thing that Trump decides to tweet or the next, you know, bad injury that your, you know, favorite team, your best player in your favorite team takes. And like, you know, things are just going to come up. And, you know, the doctors that, you know, quote unquote cared for Alfie, they're going to forget about him. They're going to move on. You know, the hospital administrators at Alderhade Children's Hospital in Liverpool, they're going to forget about him. They're going to move on. The lawyers that kind of fought to make sure that Alfie died they're going to forget about this kid. The judges that basically decreed that, yes, this murder should take place and it will take place in this country. They're going to forget about him. But his parents won't. His parents aren't going to forget about him. They're going to be the ones visiting Alfie's grave. Praying, crying, trying to figure out what happened. This boy was murdered 
and dozens, if not hundreds of people were complicit in allowing this to happen. Now, I'm not some sort of weirdo that's going to say that, you know, magically, you know, uh, the judge has a change of heart and says, yes, we will allow him to, to be released from this hospital and he can go to, go to Rome and, you know, Alfie's transferred to Rome. The, the transfer and the helicopter goes perfectly. He ends up in the arms of the Italian, uh, doctors and he goes in there and they do this experimental treatment. And then all of a sudden they can get that brain activity going and then he's alive. And then here we are 10 years later and we're talking about how Alfie is playing, you know, football on one of his favorite teams over there in the UK. And he's, and he's going to games and he's having a good time and he's in school and, you know, he, he's struggling a little bit, but he's going to make it. I'm not saying that that was definitely going to happen, but to assume that that definitely would not happen is evil because there was a chance of that guys. How many stories have we heard of kids that were definitely going to die? People that were definitely going to die. There was a 0% chance they were going to make it. And that if they did make it, they'd be completely brain dead and worthless anyway. And yet they're here. Why not Alfie Evans? He wasn't even given the chance. One group of doctors basically decided that that was it. And you know why I think this way, guys? Because our God is bigger than all this. He's bigger than science. He's bigger than medicine. He's bigger than all these atheists out there basically telling us what we're allowed to believe because of what they've discovered up to this point in the universe. He's bigger than all that. That's why I have faith that things could have turned out differently for Alfie. But at least he would have been able to get the dignified response from the government to allow him to do that, right? God is so powerful and he can work in this situation even now, even with all the evil that has occurred, even now he can work in this. But it would have been nice to see him do a miracle. Would have been nice to see him basically use science and use all the things that he's invented, all the things that he's allowed to be a part of our world in order to save this child. But even if he didn't, he would still be sovereign and he would still be Lord and he would still be over everything. So guys, I really want you to step back and I really want you to think about this today. And it's normally at this point in the, in the episodes or in the podcast where we do the quick resilience boost and then I do all the outro announcements and different things and remind you about everything. We're not doing any of that today. Okay. We're not doing any of it. We're going to end this podcast today with a moment of silence. And I want to, before any of you turn this off. Because I know you say moment of silence, oh, let's skip through it. You may be listening to this in your car, maybe while you're running or doing something like that. If you're listening to me at one and a half times speed or two times speed, I want you to bring me back down to one time speed, okay? Because I want you to feel every last second of this moment of silence. And it's not going to be super long. But don't just skip to the next podcast. Don't just go to another episode on another channel. Don't just go to something else on YouTube. Don't just put put the radio back on. Don't just go back to listening to music. I want you to sit in silence and think about what happened to this child, to this child of God. Okay? Think about this situation. Think about how you would have reacted. Think about how if this was your son, if you were supporting your wife, whose child who had just died, Some of you out there right now, you may even have a story that's similar to this. Maybe you've experienced something like this. I haven't. I've been blessed. I have not been able to experience something like this. Okay? I want you to feel this. Alfie Evans, born May 9th, 2016, died April 28th, 2018. Rest in peace, Alfie.